0: If you want to sponsor the Crundle podcast, hit your boys up on Twitter at
1: Crundle Mania.
0: It's time for the
1: Crundle Mania podcast with Mike, Spencer, and Ace.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, toys and girls. Toys and girls talking to the toys up there it is time for the crundle mania podcast episode number 23 with your hosts all the way over in redacted manitoba your boy mike say hi what's
1: going on everybody just rolling a joint right now i got some shatter in my hand we're gonna have a fun pod all
0: right now we're talking to a man who had a date recently we're talking to spencer what's going on uh, not much. I have a bong and a joint next to me, so uh, we're doing good. And my name is Ace Bondaloo, and uh, we're here to talk uh, wrestling blitzed out of our minds. Yeah. What's new with you guys, though? Anything new in the last two days? We, we, we have a very short podcast break, and then a long <laughs> podcast break. We might need to change the schedule. I don't know. Um, that's very funny, uh, but, uh, I will say that I went back to work in construction on Monday, and I am sore and sunburnt as hell. Ray Date with a hammer. Date with a hammer. No, not a hammer, a shovel and a wheelbarrow. Mm Mm-hmm, he's moving those bodies around. Uh, no, he wasn't. (laughs) He was working construction. Mike, what's going on with you over there?
1: Uh, not too much. I mean, uh... I don't know I, I've just been dealing with some mental health stuff le- uh, lately but I, I, we probably all have with the pandemic uh, other than that I've just been uh, focusing on my amateur football website that I run and putting some new content up for that because I do have people that uh, are patrons to the website so yeah I've just been chipping away with that and um, yeah just kind of trying to keep things low-key and stay relaxed and just chill really how about you man?
0: Uh, If you want to be a Patreon to the Crundle Mania podcast, you just let us know. You tweet at us at Crundle Mania. I'm doing good. just been long days. Long days. You know what I mean? And it's just like constantly raining over here every like five minutes, but you you can't tell if it's going to rain. So some days I'll be like, I'm going to go outside and get exercise. And then I like go for five minutes and I get rained on. Or I'll be like, I'm not gonna go, and it's sunny the whole time, and I'm like, oh, good thing I stayed inside and ate this cake. I hear
1: you. I mean, it hasn't rained really much at all here in um, but how much rain have you guys had? Like, is it constant since like the spring started, or
0: no? It's like been quite sunny for the most part, but just flashes of light rain in the evenings. So it happens a lot in in, uh, in our area. Um, in the evening, like uh, it accumulates in the in the day, and then in the evening, a thunderstorm will hit. Um, it's not even been thunderstorm though; it's just been kind no, of like, pissy rain. Outside. Yeah, it's just been kind it's of. It really so It be hasn't been great. Um, I mean, if it rains, rain could really screw me tomorrow, or it could really give me a day off. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I love a nice thunder shower at nighttime. It's very soothing.
0: I love it at <laughs> any time of day, buddy. You can hit me up whenever you want with one of those. I'm down for a thunderstorm. Ace that's Bondaloo true. promise. Hey, so I was talking to you guys about Persona 5 the other day. PlayStation 4 <laughs> puts Persona 5 Royale. That's the one I bought on sale today. I message those guys, and I say, hey, hey PlayStation? It's your boy Ace Bondaloo here, and I bought this game for $80 on Saturday. And now, just like three days later, you're going to go ahead and tell me it's only $60? What's up with that? And then they said, hey, Ace, we love the podcast. We'll give you 20 bucks store credit. So if you tell PlayStation Store, you listen to Crundle Mania, they might just give you 20 bucks credit if you got screwed over in a purchase lately.
1: <laughs> yes, go ahead and try that
0: uh, and see what happens. Tell us how it goes.
1: Please do. Uh, do, you
0: guys, <laughs> do you guys like um, – the new intros that our producer made for each uh, each, each segment of the show. The, 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 the wrestling rundowns, reviews, whatever we
1: fucking call them.
0: Yeah, producer um, Ty,
1: putting in that work.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Great I also time. noticed he chose the viscera theme again. I think mm. it slaps. I loved it. I was <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's awesome that we finally got a two-time theme on the pod here. The intro I in because we always have a theme song. The first two-time theme, The Viscera. Right. Seems, seems apt for the pod, I'll be honest. It does.
1: I would agree with that. Also, to all the Crandall Maniacs out there, if you have a personal favorite wrestling theme song you'd like to hear in the intro of our show, shoot us a DM at credomania We'll put it in.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's hear uh, some breakdown of AEW.
1: Mania AEW review. Uh, It was a pretty solid show again tonight. Honestly, I can't really say I've ever seen a bad AEW show so far, and I've watched every episode. So, I'm a mark, I'll admit it. Anyways, uh, first match was Kenny and Hangman taking on uh, Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford for the AEW Tag Team titles. And uh, successful defense for kenny and hangman page a lot of cool shit going on in this match uh heel tactics as well uh, a great opener spencer uh, you saw this match what did you think
0: uh oh yeah i totally agree uh very fun um very good uh, showcase by all the guys havoc bring out a wrench and using it very heely, tactic behind the refs back while fabian and penelope distracted blah 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 um Sabian had a cool counter where he kind of did a handspring off the edge of the apron to avoid being flipped over by Paige. Um, and, I mean, Paige is great. I, I could speak for a very long time about how awesome I think Adam Page is, but uh, I won't do that again. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, was, it was a good match.
1: Uh, then we move on to, a, uh, I guess, a little bit of a vignette. Uh, segment with Sean Spears in the back of a limo with uh, his manager Tully Blanchard and Spears is looking pretty down and Blanchard ripped him a new one on social media uh, in character with uh, not in character I guess it was just Tully being himself but ripping Sean a new one about not taking things seriously enough and he had Tully's face on his crotch when he got squashed at the uh most recent pay-per-view double or nothing Tully uh, so Tully was getting pissed at him he gave him a black glove It's supposed to signify something. I don't know what they're going for with this yet, uh, but I know there's a lot of... uh, If you want to see a a few uh, examples of people who have worn one black glove, wrestlers, uh, I tweeted it on earlier. Um, But yeah, interesting uh, unfolding here. Interesting what's unfolding here with uh, Sean and Tully. I don't much care, uh, but I'm at least going to give this a try. Uh, What do you guys think? I'm going to start with Ace. I know you have some things about uh, Sean Spears.
0: Oh, I just don't think it's going to work. I think they should give Tolly Blanchard to somebody else. Who would you like to see him paired with? Um, Brody Lee. Okay. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Oh, wow. Take
0: him out of the Dark Order. You just hate the Dark Order. <laughs> they gotta go, buddy. <laughs> I don't they think you're going to be buddy. for that. I don't think you're going to get that wish. Okay, I think I am, buddy. I think I am. I think it is going to happen.
1: All right. Here's no problem, okay? Um, uh, these two, uh, two key members of the Dark Order, okay, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, uh, they can't get into the country because they live in Canada, and we don't know when they're going to be able to get into the country with right on. So they have to delay whatever they're doing with the Dark Order, I think, a bit, because unfortunately, as much as many, if not all of us, I, I'm willing to say probably all of us, like, really don't dig Evil Uno. Um they're still pushing them as a tag team like Dark Order, and no matter regardless of what you want to say, they're good in the ring and they were one of the better tag teams, so now it's like, now they just have a bunch of no-names in the group and they're starting from square so, fuck, who knows who knows what they're
0: gonna do with this dude, it's such a wash, buddy they come, they end Dark Order and let those two come back with new gimmicks and they'll kill it
1: yeah, that's true, especially Stu Grayson, man that dude's a freaking legit badass he's awesome um, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I don't know who I would want to see Tully Blanchard paired with, but I'm not going to try to think of something on the spot because I'm really baked. Uh, but we'll move on. Anyways, uh, next we had Cage in a squash match win. Uh, Brian Cage beating the Captain Sean Dean. Mox comes out afterwards. Uh, have a, has a confrontation with Brian Cage, uh, leading to their match at Fighter Fest for the world title. And like Cage's. He's good in the ring. He's really good in the ring, and uh, I like that they're pushing him uh, pretty strongly right now. But I wouldn't have had him win the Casino Ladder Match. I would have had him developed a bit and then challenged for the title when we had the chance to like get to not get to know the guy more, but like sort of have Cage develop his character a bit. I think that this is too quick of a push to the top of the card for him, and I think that they haven't really told any type of story yet with this match other than I'm John Moxley, I'm Brian Cage, I want to fight you for the title.
0: Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? He did most? sum it up. That that's exactly it. I think we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I'm, I'm I Brian Cage. I'm John Moxley. I want to fight you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit,
1: man! This is gonna be a quick podcast if I keep fucking up like that. All right. Next no, up, we have Lance. No, that's fine. <laughs> that's the
0: next opposite. Up. That was awesome. <laughs>
1: Next up, we have Lance Archer segment. I don't know where the fuck these guys were. They're were, like in a construction yard or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what? This? Oh boy! Are you...
0: I don't know. I've I've seen yards like that at work. Um, usually, they're just filled with dirt and old piles of fencing that you can just pick through so you can get fencing. That's about it. That's what <laughs> it looked like they were doing. I was... And this guy's wearing a lucha mask. I was like, no one wears a lucha <laughs> mask. <laughs> Of, anywhere <laughs> was the only person that wears a lucha mask while working and he doesn't like it he just has to because he has to <laughs> I was like what the fuck but lance archer beating the shit out of that guy randomly hilarious i laughed out loud you guys heard it it was amazing <laughs> anyway definitely
1: <edit>. a yeah. <laughs> definitely uh, i agree with you about that spencer um I thought that the interview was good because Lance took charge. And I just said, what about you, Ace? And then I went right back. Ace, do you have, do you have anything to add about... Did you? Even, I don't think you saw this, actually, right? Correct. Okay, well, I'm not going to ask you that question, then. Never mind. Um, yeah, I, like that Lance, I like that Lance took control of the interview and talked the whole time instead of Jake. Jake's is just kind of in the background. Uh, and it was quick. He just said, I'm not here to be a damn spot monkey. I'm here to be a monster. And I like that because, uh, obviously, some people online have talked about how they they don't like the amount of flippy shit that Lance Archer's doing. They want him to just be a, a beast, you know, a monster. And, like, doing that stuff is kind of it's kind of reminiscent of what a face would do, like a face character. Like, they're the ones that get the ooh-ah moments with the crazy moves and stuff. Uh, and Lance doesn't, like, if the character he's trying to portray is a heel right now. So he doesn't want people going ooh and ah. He just wants to beat the shit out of people. So, I like that he said that. Uh, maintain seriousness. Uh, moving on. Next, we had a video. Uh, sorry, uh, private party segment with Matt Hardy. Basically, where Matt Hardy said they're the future of tag team wrestling. Private party. So that's a humongous heap of praise from uh, from the uh,
0: multifarious ones. I still don't know anything about them. But to be fair, I don't know anything about the Street Profits either, other than they want the smoke, and uh, they're all. Uh, they, that's it. They like to play sports. They're bad at bowling, but good at basketball. Really? They were bad at bowling? I didn't give a shit. I didn't even yeah. watch. I didn't, I didn't even, even bother to that. look up what happened. <laughs> I just saw it over um, watching recap videos on other uh, websites. an accident you saw, and you're like, whoops. No, I was watching the recap, and they just kind of showed it, and I was like, oh, so they were bad. They also did a thing with the Viking Raiders. The one, uh, I think it was Ivar, had a bowling ball painted on his chest randomly. Uh, uh-huh. That was a thing, yeah. I know none <sighs> of us saw that, but I just had to tell you that that happened because I just wanted Ace to know that that happened in life, and he missed it, and he should be glad he missed it. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Sorry. That,
1: that is, uh, I actually, I, well, I didn't catch that either, so I'm not one to talk. I'll, maybe I'll look later. That sounds pretty funny, actually, with the, <sighs> when you just heard the end there, Spencer. Um, I'm with you 100p on this one, Bondaloo. Um, I don't think that there's any, like, why do I care about the private private party? Like, I don't know anything about them. They're just good wrestlers. There are tons of good wrestlers. I, as a viewer, want a reason to watch your match. Be invested in it. Care what happens. I don't care if the private party or loses because I do not know a single thing about them. So, yeah, it's weird. I mean, Mark Quinn stands out because we'll get to more about Mark Quinn momentarily here. uh, But Mark Quinn, like, just his hair, it stands out, right? Yes. Bald patch in the middle, and just like two mohawks on the side. He looks different. Uh, Isaiah Cassie looks like a dude. That's right. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. Coco <Colin> Brand <laughs> versus Chris Jericho next. Uh, great match. Uh, these guys, twenty plus vet, twenty plus year veterans in the business, and uh, first matchup ever each other. Uh, Spencer, uh, did you or did you not catch this match? I didn't ask you where you stopped watching from.
0: Um, I did not catch this match. I did catch part of Jericho's speech after the match. You can tell everything that happened. I just caught the very ending um, and the best part of that. Uh, but you can break down what happened.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to go into detail. It was just a good match between the two of them. Uh, Judas Effect on the nowhere for the finish. Uh, and then, yeah, the, they had post-match. Uh, Jericho was talking about uh, wanting to get his hands on Tyson. Uh, and, but Orange Cassidy came out and uh, it is clear that Orange Cassidy is the baddest man on the
0: planet uh, <laughs> the Ar- <laughs> <laughs> that was so good wasn't it it was great so many times he's like Jericho's yelling out oh I want the baddest man on the planet to come out here right now baddest man on the planet and then eventually Orange Cassidy's music Orange Cassidy's music hits and he walks out and you're just like yes That is awesome. Loved it. Every second of it.
1: That dude is over like Rover.
0: (laughs) He is. Yes, sir.
1: Next up, Britt Baker. uh, Another vignette. She's working out this time and obviously trying to uh, show everybody her week-to-week progression from that knee injury. Uh, I don't like Britt Baker. I don't care for her much at all. But uh, I know you guys are a little bit more Maybe, maybe not, question mark.
0: She's been funny. (laughs) Gotta give her that. I love Britt Baker. She's amazing.
1: All right. Um, I don't hate her. I just, I still love her. But to each their own, that's fine. Um, I don't know. I I would like to see them. I understand that they're, you know, she's got an injury and they don't want to forget about her. But I would like to see them... Maybe put a bit more emphasis on some of the other women in the division and try to tell their stories more too. It feels like the only character who's been developed at all in the past month is Britt Baker. It doesn't seem like I know anything more about any other person on the roster, like the champion, karushita Like fuck again, I don't know shit all about Hikaru Shida. Why should I care if she wins? I don't know anything about her. So same problem with the women's division, I think. Um, which, oh, uh, I just want Britt
0: Baker to come back.
1: <laughs> is, exactly, dude. And like that's not how you should feel like you shouldn't be just waiting for an injured wrestler to come back. You should be like, yeah, I want so-and-so to win, or, oh, this is going to be good between... Man, but I'm with you kind of, man. I'm like, who, who am I supposed to care about? For me, at least, Nyla Rose is the one person I think that I care about the most right now, because she just looks like a badass. She's hot in the microphone. They've given her a lot, given her a lot of time. She's, she just looks like a beast, literally, because she is the native beast. Um, so I care about her, but not, nobody else, really. She right, faced on, Big, right on, right on,
0: right <laughs> on. She faced Big
1: Swole next. Uh, we'll get more into Big Swole later with the social media shout-out. This was a really good match. It was uh, awesome back and forth. Uh, Nyla got the win. Afterwards, uh, Big Swole got on the microphone, uh, jabbed back and forth with Britt Baker Big got fired up, got a chair. And I like that. They've got some passion, a little bit of something going there. So hopefully they build up Big Swole a little. Um, I don't know if you guys really care for her. Like, we just talked about how Britt's the best. Do you guys even know? Like, do you guys even know anything about big swall? I hardly know it as well. I know.
0: Right? I know what she looks like. Exactly. Is she big and swall?
1: <laughs> no, dude. She's not even. She's not even big. Like, she's regular. She's an average size wrestler. I think it's just like it's not about her. I just it's not about her size. I don't even remember why they. Call
0: her. She's regular swall.
1: Regular swall. Yeah. Like I've seen some of her match. I've seen like enough of her stuff on uh, from Rise and Shimmer. Uh, like women's uh, promotions like that and i know she's a good wrestler but like this particular company aew up until tonight hadn't really done much to further her
0: character development but tonight was a good start so no complaints i guess next moving up we on have what happened next darby
1: allen backstage interview uh
0: with it doesn't matter who the interview was with. You uh, were like, the boys are back in town, the boys are back in <laughs> town, the boys are back, the boys are back. <laughs> Guess who just got back today? That's Archer and Darby yep. Allen, they've been away. Mike didn't like AEW last Wednesday, he missed them. What's up? What happened? What did they do? Sorry, I had but a bit of song in me, Spencer. I'll be quiet again now. It's okay, I had a bit of cough in me.
1: I had neither of those things, but I really liked that song,
0: Ace. That
1: was well done.
0: So it's a Crundlemania classic. Part of the Crundlemania classics album coming soon.
1: Stay tuned. You'll hear plenty of uh, Ace Bondaloo on there. Uh, but yeah, Darby's in back. case. is injured right now, so they uh, did an interview. Just kind of making sure that people know that he's still around. And yeah, I just like that he was on the show. You you hit the hammer on it. Next up, we have uh, Tony interviewing the FTR, uh, the Revival, whatever you want to call them. It's still weird calling them FTR. But yeah, they talked about some of the teams in the AEW they want to face. Talked about why they didn't attack the Young Bucks. They want it to be when they're healthy, not injured. That's a face uh, thing to say right there. And then Butcher and the Blade came and confronted them after boys uh, excuse me uh insiders how are we feeling how are we feeling about ftr the revival are, are they growing on you at all
0: no i just don't care i forgot about that they were back in uh, aw but uh that's cool that Butcher and the blade are gonna take well they're probably not gonna go over but sure spencer uh no i don't overly care that much i i didn't get to this part um but apparently there were some bleeped out parts in the interview and very interesting thoughts very not interesting that they would do that sorry
1: oh <laughs> yes you are referring to tony shivani at the very end <laughs> who said fuck the revival which is what ftr uh originally stood for in uh with the uh, young bucks uh that being uh, the elite show and uh, they bleeped out the fuck and the revival part obviously because for obvious reasons, so it was pretty hilarious. I I marked out pretty high. I laughed. It was enjoyable. <laughs> yes. After that, after that, we had the Colt Cabana interview by Alex Marvez, and Mister Brody comes along trying to recruit Colt Cabana. He did not say no. He didn't say yes, but he didn't say no. What do you guys think? Is is this leading to a Colt Cabana uh, move to the Dark Order? Maybe increase the prestige of the group, the uh, credibility.
0: Bro, I'm you just gonna be yes. out of place in that. Dude, there's no way, Spencer. I, he's just going to do it. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know or care that much. Um, I'm just going to say yes, just because.
1: All right. Right on. Well, I can see it happening, honestly. Like, I do think they need to move somewhere with this group quickly. Uh, and I believe in my guy, Mr. Brody here, uh, Jonathan Huber. real name? I believe in you, Johnny boy. I think you can, do, you can make, this, make this work. And also, I just want to mention the poll. We had holy shit! Did Mister Brody get blown out of the water on that Kurt charisma poll? It was, <laughs> it was not even close, but I stand by. I didn't I said, even
0: okay? I didn't even vote, man. I forgot. I was like, I should have voted from the Cradlemania account because that would have drove you nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it was close. I was thinking that I, I was going to look when it was close. I remember, and I was going to vote on the Cradlemania one, but I was like, I I just forgot. Well, shit, dude! I it retweeted didn't it in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, so. And
1: 29 total votes, and I think it was like, fuck, I don't know, like 82 to something, 82 to 8 I guess, or whatever. but 72 right, to I, 27. I hear you, you Criminal Maniacs. I hear you. You prefer seven to each their own. I don't hate them. I just am oh. more of a Mr. Brody guy.
0: But you like everything. Time. on You're an AEW boy.
1: I'm an AEW Mark, okay? People know this. Criminal Maniacs know this. But I will say that I don't love everything in AEW. Like the women's division, I think it's really not great. <laughs> and among other things. But, but I do love the program because I just like the values they stand for and stuff. Uh, and I just, I much prefer to watch that over a 75-year-old delusional old man he needs to give it up. Uh, nonetheless, uh, main event time, Jungle Boy versus Cody. The TNT a Championship. Uh, and it was uh retain, retaining the title cody here very physical match uh, very physical and like most if not all roads matches, not in the w w e cody bleeding here, color after uh he missed a headbutt on the uh, onside, in the outside area uh so that's yeah, just getting used to that at this point a lot of jokes but he retained the title over young boy here jungle boy here uh what do you guys think uh, about I don't know a tnt title i guess like what do you what do you guys think about the direction the going, kind loves of like... some
0: color man you were right though that's what i want to say
1: yeah like dustin cody they both do it nonstop.
0: buddy brandy and i was D- watching a shot of brandy on youtube boom bust <laughs> open i was like what's going on here what is just continues on with her cooking show just canvassed
1: <laughs> yeah, man, i'm just kidding that doesn't happen time. no i know <laughs> not that big. Or am I? No. Actually, I am. Pretty caked.
0: Um, Who is he? Fuck. Shitty. So, uh, what happened after <laughs> Wow,
1: that was bad. That was a, that was
0: bad. Uh, that was a fake moment, really everybody. <laughs> Guys, I spaced out too. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: I did so lost
1: that. Oh, the TNT title was the question. Uh, Spencer, the direction that they're going, uh, like they're do, they're doing like the open challenge format. Cody is kind of like how the US title had the John Cena did the open challenge. What do you think about the like what he's doing with the title right now to give some prestige to it?
0: Very cool concept. I hope they pull it off better than they currently are by announcing the uh, next opponent early. Like, they had already announced his opponent next week, which is dumb, because you should just have someone show up and just come out. Like, just their music hits, and they, and, they hit and they come out. It doesn't have to be anyone big. It can be, um, I don't know, like, Peter Peter Scrumshelitis, the Butcher, the butcher. Uh, I don't know, I, he's the first one that came to my brain, like, I don't know, S- anyone, send someone out, but don't announce it first, is my point.
1: Yes, I'm with you. I, that's exactly what I think. You took the words out of my mouth. And Sorry. There was you, also uh, for... a.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's...
1: Exactly. That's exactly why I'm happy that this happened here. It's called, it's called Good Karma. It's good karma. And I don't have anything else to say about that. And that was AEW. <laughs> it was a good show tonight.
0: <laughs> it was a great show right tonight. On. Um, you want to roll into that? WWE NXT. Yeah, right on.
1: Thunder, mania nxt review
0: so we start off nxt with uh candice Lorray versus mia yim uh these two have a feud going on and i believe they have a match coming up at takeover uh this match actually ends in a double count out um and then after that uh, chaos ensues with uh dakota kai and raquel gonzalez coming out and joining candice so then all the baby faces come out which are tegan and Blackheart. So then Johnny Gargano runs out, which brings out Keith Lee, which just sounds like a whole lot to keep up with. Um, But it ends up resulting in a mixed tag match between Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim and Keith Lee. Uh, Which, unfortunate to say, Gargano and Candice LeRae win. Um, But it was because uh, Johnny hits him in the eye with his car keys when they don't, so when the ref isn't looking or something. So, yeah. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae win by dirty heel ch- tactics, as anyone would assume. Uh, tactics. Anyone have any thoughts? Anyone have thoughts? Um, I'm not crazy about Johnny Gargano. Uh, I'm not crazy about Candice LeRae, but I do like this heel, uh, heel look f- with them a little more than what they were doing before. So I'll have it some more time in of before I make my big judgment. What about you, Mike? Sounds like he's not there. Uh, Spencer, what else happened on NXT? I,
1: I <laughs> forgot to take my head off the mute button. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> insider can't stay mute. Two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This is what episode podcast of this? This is 23, 21, 22? 22. 22. 22. Right. No, maybe 23. I don't even know. Oh my god. There's so many <laughs> episodes of podcasts.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Um, Mike, thoughts on Johnny Gargano and Candice Lurie defeating Mia Yim and Keith Lee?
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't much care for Gargano. And, um, I don't know. I just don't much care for him. Keith Lee I'm all about. And uh, yeah, I like, uh, I like Keith Lee and Mia Yim together. That's kind of a cool pairing.
0: Aren't they like dating? Is that isn't that why this is a feud?
1: Fuck, I don't know, dude. I I haven't seen I I, I don't tend to watch all of NXT. I just I'm too drained to watch two shows on a Wednesday and by the time we hit Friday I've already got the fucking spoilers done. So like we're talking we talk about it here. So shit, I don't know, man. I didn't know that they were dating.
0: Fair enough. I didn't I'm not hundred percent sure that's even accurate. I just I thought I saw something like that on, on social media at one point. Uh, is this just you getting to ask us to ask you about your dates? Is that why you're talking so much about dating? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Ace Bondaloo. <laughs> you're like, what are they going to ask me about my date? Somebody tweeted at us wanting to know the details. <laughs> why do you bring this up? I didn't bring this up. Ace just keep rolling. This up. Move, on with, move I'm moving, on with the podcast. I'm moving along, Mr. Ace Bondaloo, helping everyone out. Um, they hype up a bit of uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Carrie and Carrasso next as a little package. Uh, Dexter Loomis gets an interview um, about what the odds of Velveteen Dream defeating Adam Cole are. And he doesn't say anything. He only walks off, um, comes back with an easel, um, a painting easel. And we don't know what he's working on when we go to the break. Um, Dude, I can't so, say he did a good the, drawing. That was a good caricature, if he actually did that. He probably didn't. That's probably why they didn't show it. I did. I haven't seen oh. that. I haven't seen that yet. Um. But uh, yeah. So then, uh, first up, we have uh, a hype for Velveteen Dream and Adam Cole. Uh, it's a backlot brawl. So they're doing another one of those big uh, cinematic matches, it sounds like, for that. Could be cool. We shall see. Um, All right. Uh, We get a match between Tony Nice and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Um, Oh, yes, sorry. Uh, Loomis' caricature that Ace said was uh, revealed um, showing him driving off with... uh, Members of the undisputed era in the back, uh, so he's abducting them, which is odd. But uh, I don't really get know what to expect from. Creepy Net- Sin Cara doing that. No, that's Loomis. Loomis,
1: what? my what? main man. Cara, why is
0: <laughs> Sin Cara from? I don't know. Ned Flanders. <laughs> um, Tony needs Isaiah swerve Scott got. Uh, Isaiah Swerve's got wins. Um, if fairly cleanly. Oh, no. Gentleman Jack Gallagher with a distraction. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, I don't really care about any of them. Uh, do you guys?
1: <laughs> no.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, but that's bad. Okay. You can just keep it going. It's alright. Fair enough. Uh, alright, so next we have a match that was teased before. Uh, it was a triple threat tag match to determine the number one contenders for the tag title, which are currently held by Imperium. Uh, so it's Undisputed yeah, Era. <laughs> hey, what? 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 <laughs> Nothing. Continue. Say who's in the match. Yeah, Undisputed <laughs> Era: Oni, Larkin, and Danny Burch, and the surprise contestant, which they didn't announce before, Breezango. And they, they show- came out dressed as astronauts, and it was funny. Awesome. <laughs> Well and Breezango great. gets the W. They get the dub, yeah. They get the big dub. Um and after the match, Malcolm Bivens leads Indus Shur to the stage. Um that uh that stable he's or that tag team he's been kind of managing lately. Uh they're getting some shine as well. Um next up we have a bit from for the Robert Stone brand. and All the Robert Stone fans out, out there. Uh Aliyah Santana Garrett. Aaliyah uh, loses and Stone can't believe it, so apparently his new client could or potential client isn't good. Um, they have uh, next up, they have uh, little vignettes uh, for Eero Shirai, Rhea Ripley, and Charlotte Flair uh, talking about their match, um, just hyping it up basically. Charlotte says something about uh, you said I'm not from here and I built here. I think that was said in the hype to. WrestleMania at some point, but yeah. Just typical stuff there. Um, oh boy. Gentlemen, it's grind time. Cameron Grimes has a match versus Bronson Reed. That Cameron Grimes wins because it's officially grind time. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand how he beat Bronson Reed. I thought that guy was being built to be a truck but I guess not. Um, it was a... He just hit him with a, his finisher out of nowhere. And that was it. Cameron Grimes just hit him with a, with a cave-in. Which is the name of his finisher. Um, oddly, yeah. also, after the match... Sorry, Mike. I just had, I just had to mention that after the match, Carrie and Cross slips into the match. And when Grimes sees him, he bails... And Cross hits his finisher on Reed. He's just laying there and delivers a warning to Champa. So I don't really get why, in any way, that any of that happened. I don't know. Advance the story. Guess. Sorry, could we backtrack
1: for a second? Wh- which part of this was Indu Cher involved in again?
0: The triple threat tag match. Sorry, we've been breezing through uh, NXT. We were I just, just talking about how much we liked Brizango and, and then yeah, I just I, th- I thought the three teams
1: that were involved were supposed to be um, Oni Lurkin Oni Larkin, then Danny Burge, the undisputed Air, and then Brizango. So where yeah. where's Indus? Where's share Indu sharing that?
0: After the match, uh, Malcolm Bivens came out and with them and stared them down because after so after Brizango won, Imperium came out and stared them down, and then as they were staring down uh brizango imperium that is uh Indus Shure music hits, and they come out, so they all just do oh. a big odd um stare off, so I don't know why Indus Shure came out after this match was done that I can't tell you but that's what happened okay, Sorry, hey, hey, hey.
1: no, no, I got you. I just fuck I was just caked um i uh I think that this Indus share team is. Pretty intriguing, just because of Malcolm Bivens. Like he's, he's such a charismatic manager, so that'll be cool. But that's all I have to add.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I'm uh, excited his... to see Malcolm Bivens. More of him. I can't wait. Sure. He seems pretty cool. Uh, or pretty entertaining. Sorry, no, I should clarify that. Um... That's oh, right. and... Just because you're entertaining doesn't mean you're cool. Sure. <laughs> uh, also, they announced another match for uh takeover which is just the six women from the uh countout brawl from the start of this uh, NXT will have a six men or a six women tag match uh takeover so i don't really uh yeah that uh, should be fine who knows um i don't really like six people tag matches in any case so we'll see um anyway so we have the main event of the evening um El Gio del Fantasma versus Drake Maverick, um, and this sounds like it was a pretty great showing. match. Yeah, it sounds like it was great. Um, this I plan on watching this after we stop recording the pod. Um, I know how it ends, but that's that's beside the point. What uh, I think uh, Drake Maverick showed himself so well in this match. The story goes that he showed himself so well in this match and in this tournament that despite his loss to the new cruiserweight uh, t- champion uh, Phantasma, who is very deserving in his own right, um, Drake Maverick won a contract. So he, he won his job back. So it's Triple speculation H at this came point, out and which is work. One. Sorry, Ace, go ahead. Oh, Triple H came out and gave him one. I, I don't think it's a work anymore. Especially they even had Spud in the TNA Impact promo. <laughs> Uh, I don't think
1: that means anything, dude. I saw that promo, and I think they're just doing that as a ruse. You really think every single one of the people in that promo is actually going to come to impact? They have Rusev included in there. Like, I don't,
0: I don't know, think man, so. I just don't think it was a work. I don't think it was. I think he yes. legit got released, but I do think it was a brand new contract. I don't know when it was given, but I will say it made me feel good, so there you go. Good for Drake.
1: Yeah, dude, that's probably, I was saying earlier, it's probably the most, this is the most engaging and most like committed storyline, like in terms of my commitment to watching it, like I can remember with the company for such a long time, like I was invested in this, I cared if Drake it was
0: Drake Maverick of all people too, you're just like, man, the guy just gives it all every time. Oh yeah. He's a good guy. Spencer, what did you think? Um. Yeah. No. It's cool. I like it. I. Uh, I think he earned it. The dude literally does anything they want. Like, have a have a wedding and say he hasn't had sex with his wife for like months. I don't know how long that stupid storyline drove, but like he just does whatever they want. Pissed, he pissed himself how many times on TV? Like, Trick Maverick deserves oh, deserves better than yeah, being right. fired. So, so like to have him actually be able to show that he can work in the ring and, 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 and do it. And to get a contract back, great. I think, it's, I think it's a wonderful thing. It was a nice story. It was one of those nice <laughs> stories that Ace Bondaloo likes. And that Plus was NXT, man. hey? Yeah, that was, uh, that was the end of NXT. Well, Mike, uh, you were the one guiding the Twitter train tonight. Do you want to give any social media shout outs? Social media shout
1: outs. Yeah, for sure. It was a quieter night. We have less, att- I mean, with AEW just because it's a smaller audience, but we did have some good interaction. I'll just give a couple of uh, quick shout outs. Uh, I really do, like, appreciate the- uh, I uh, Fuck. That'll be a struggle to get to four, probably. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Chibi Renji Lover, uh, day one follower, uh, day one chronomaniac. She was talking to me about Big Swall. Uh, she, she mentioned checking out her work. Eyes and shimmer, which I've seen, uh, but I had a nice conversation with her about her character, so I appreciate that interaction. Uh, Scotty Blunt at Scotty Blunt's, love that name, man. That's dope. Butcher and the Blade vs. FTR next week, I said it's going to be fire. He said straight up wrestling. That it is, Scotty Blunt's. That it is. Appreciate the interaction. Adlahang Minisi, another loyal day one chronomaniac. Uh, actually, this is not about the show tonight, they just said great show. They were talking about our our other podcast. Uh, So, never mind. Uh, At Cutthroat Era uh, responded to us. uh, I was asking Tony about the Mark Quinn uh, title shot, what what he did to deserve it. Uh, I know it's an open challenge, but I just don't think it was executed great. Uh, And he said nothing. The rankings mean fuck all. So, leave it what you will about that. Uh, D-Money, D-Money, loyal chronomaniac, Maniac, shout out. he commented after we said, Matt Hardy just said, private party are, are the future of tag team wrestling. That's high praise. D-Money going, about time they get some recognition. Hope it's sincere and not a ploy. I hope it's sincere as well, D-Money. Uh, that's we all don't we know what's
0: going on, with them. yeah, like we said. Hey, I got one social media shout out, and it's to EJA11. They said, sharpshooter. Fave WWF submission move. They laugh out loud at the setup and everything. And they were responding to me watching my punishment match of Natalia versus Becky Lynch, Ace Bond, Lou, got it done before the next pay-per-view, which is coming up this Sunday. I am in the clear. <sighs> so I'm just glad that someone noticed that I actually watched the match because we didn't talk much about it, but EJ11 did.
1: Shout out to EJ11. They've also been interacting tons with us over the last little bit. I really appreciate that.
0: Condemaniac. Um... That was social media shout-outs. Do you guys want to go onto our clapper, crapper and knee slapper? Yes, sir. All right, let's intro the clapper, the one segment of wrestling we did like this week. The clapper. Mike, uh, I'll leave it to you to start us off with this one because you had a lot to be excited about.
1: Yes, uh, I'm going to give my clapper this week to uh, the interview that FTR did. With Tony Schiavone. I thought it was great. I thought it got them over with wrestle yet. Uh, it was really well done. And they set up the match with Butcher and the Blade for next week. Loved it.
0: Spencer, what is your clapper? Uh, the Spencer. best man on the planet, Orange Cassidy. My clapper. Coming out of that time, glorious. <laughs> that Love, was it. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Mine is uh, Drake Maverick getting that contract. I'm just stoked about that. I can't wait to see what he does on NXT now. Will he, is he going to go for that title? Who's to say? I hope he does. That'd be awesome. Who is to say? All right, our next segment is called The Crapper. The one thing in wrestling we didn't like this week. Spencer, would you like to go first? The Crapper. Uh, crapper, hey. Um, I will pass if I can uh, have a minute. He has no crappers to give. I have no crapper prepared. Mine sorry. is uh, that we don't know more about Brian Cage. I would have loved to see Taz come out and just expand a little more on what we can expect, build the story up a little bit. That would have been nice, but what can we do? Mike, what was uh, yours?
1: Yeah, I actually was going to say that too. I just really don't like the way they've been building this championship match, but I'm going to go with something else. Uh, my crapper for this week is going to be uh, just the one in the division right now. I just don't like the emphasis on Britt Baker when she's not going to be wrestling. I don't think you need it on
0: a weekly basis, right, Spencer? What is your crapper? Did you come up with one, or did you love the whole shows? I got one. I got one. Calm yourself. Okay. Um, Just how the my crapper is just the concept of the fact that uh, concept that uh, WWE as in as a whole loves to start off a show with one thing and then transition it to a tag match all the time. Like, Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim was to start the show, immediately becomes Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, blah, blah, blah. I know it's to extend stuff, but it just annoys the hell out of me. It's very That's predictable. My- it's very formulaic. It's like when Teddy Long used to come out and do the six-man match. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was <laughs> not fun either. Play-a, play yeah one-on-one with the undertaker undertaker <laughs> love teddy long buddy i actually miss him now i wish he was on tv again
1: i do too man
0: love teddy long
1: um yo that's the intro that your... for today's episode dude his, the, his theme song
0: oh the you mac, mac the Ma- Pen- Pen- Pen. come on come it get oh. it i like to not even like say the last song, but i just go like boom, because i could never hear what it was as a kid
1: yeah, I don't <laughs> even know what it is
0: still. I don't, what's a Mac militant as well? I don't know. He's a badass. That could, that's probably what we will start it with. Um, my knee slapper. The one thing in wrestling we found hilarious this week.
1: <laughs> the
0: knee slapper. Freeze was- Angle coming back dressed as the astronauts. Uh, I got why they were, because those two astronauts went into space. So Bob and Doug out there in a wrestling ring as well. Awesome. Points to them. Points to them. What was your knee slapper, Spencer? My Knee Slapper was easily the uh, Lance Archer interview, the start of the Lance Archer interview. When he started talking, he was kind of scary. Um, But uh, when he was just beating the hell out of some random guy in a Lucha mask in some, like, junkyard place with construction barriers, I was like, what the hell am I looking at? It is fantastic. So, yeah, there you go. Mike? Your boy Mike, what is your knee slapper?
1: Oh, my knee slapper for this week is going to be the uh, "fuck the revival." And Tony said "fuck the revival," and it got bleeped. Obviously, uh, that was freaking hilarious. I laughed my ass off.
0: Man, you are pumped on those guys. Um, what did you guys have this evening? Oh, my goodness. Um. Well, I had a bong rip of Cove Reflect Reserve. Uh, it's coming in at a 23%. That was my bong rip. But um, the real bopper was a one-gram joint I smoked through, through the duration of this podcast. Uh, Baker Street Indica from Tweed. Uh, Tweed mm. is a very well-known, reliable grower, and this one's 20%. And I, I did that before I started doing NXT and I don't even remember talking about the start of NXT, so we're doing great tonight. How you doing over there, Ace Bondaloo? Ace Bondaloo had Grasslands Indica at 12%. It was chill. It's strawberry cream. Smells pretty nice. Tastes good. What about your boy, Mike?
1: I actually also had the Baker Street Indica. It's friggin' awesome. I love that strain. It's dope. Baker Street Indica 100p is a great brand. A great strain, excuse me. And, um, yeah, I also layered that with some moon rocks and top shelf shatters. Woo! It was a good one.
0: That's a nice concoction you made. A beautiful cocktail, sir. Thank you. Um, we got a show on Friday because we were going to do our NXT in your house predictions. And... My housekeeping is done, because I have established that I did my punishment match. Yes. How about you guys? Do you have any housekeeping before we sign uh, off?
1: Really. I don't what? think so. Um, just that we're doing the uh, yeah, the review on Friday, or not, the predictions for an NXT this Friday, and I'm excited for the event. I think it's going to be a really fun Yeah,
0: can we wait to see what the set looks like? Spence, what about you? <laughs> Uh, housekeeping? What? Is that what we're anything doing? Anything before we? Anything before we sign off? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good. I got nothing. You got a second date or what? Is it happening? Uh, I haven't talked about it yet. Probably, but. She's also a nurse in quarantine times so it's not likely the, the speediest of results or not results. You look sick. Hey, I absolutely love sick. Um, <laughs> you're like doctor doctor I'm done. I'm out of here. let's sign off this final meeting episode 23. goodbye the blood in my veins
1: and I'm
0: Oh. Feel the pain that I try to contain. My heart is black.